<laughs> I agree with the less is more thing. I, I've recently seen something on how I'm like, the more you have, literally, the more stress you have. Like, if you have four acres of farmland, you got four acres of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a, a tiny house, you got literally a, a tiny house. Like, that's all you got to worry about. But all point is it come where you have enough money to where you don't have to worry about the things that get broken. Well, you easily replace them or fix them. Right. I mean, you're only broke if you can't fix it, right? <laughs> think about it. Do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I think you can still be rich without having money to fix things. Well, it's like I said earlier. You can be rich but what, and have no money. What is your definition of rich? It's your personal definition. That's what I know. Only you can define that yourself. What's your definition? Well, that's what I'm saying. It varies between different people, but if you're talking about rich, not financially, I would say like knowledge. If you haven't figured out. Like so if you, if mentally, like there's nothing that you can take with you from this life besides your soul. There's nothing that you can purchase that's physical that will leave you in such a short amount of time. And when you're talking about in, infinity, there's nothing that money can buy you. So the only way you can take is your knowledge and your soul. It's what cool. you can take with you. Right. They say when everything else is gone, you're not going to eat the money. You know, like you can't take it with you. It's like going into halftime. You can't use those timeouts anymore. <laughs> you know, they just go away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I think that... What's rich to you, David? Rich to me, um, it's like, it's weird. It's a weird thing for me. It's like rich. I think about rich as a something, a word humans made up to be... Um, very similar to the word wealthy. But to me, if I had to explain my own rich, it would be rich in happiness, which, um, excuse me, I think happiness really stems from relationships with your family, with your friends, um, maybe with uh, nature, with uh, a pet, maybe. Um, Really just strengthening your relationships and having a a life with good people surrounding you. It doesn't really matter if you're rich or not, as long as you're having fun and those people will make your life fun. So if you have a good, a good circle around you, it doesn't matter if it's five people or a hundred people, then you're you're way more inclined to be happy. I mean, you can think about Robin Williams. He was rich. Everyone liked him, but who knows who he was around every day. Like, he, he knew how to patch everybody's black eye. Right. That makes sense. Everybody he knew, loved he knew him. how to turn any frown upside down at his own expense. He gave up his energy to someone that probably needed it more than he did. He, he knew the secret. I think, to me, Rich is doing what you love every day in a certain sequence that brings you what you want. Do you want happiness? Well, do the math. <laughs> Robert Williams didn't feel, feel rich, though. Right. Well, that's why ri- Rich... Listen, Rich... Words are spells, okay? Words carry energy and projections and noise. So when you add those up, there's another thing that that word does innately in you, even if you don't hear it, it's received. It's impressed upon you. So I think that when you're rich, you create a sequence of events that add up to your happiness. Because being a smile releases your serotonin and your dopamine in you. That's the only thing that technically humans like. That's why we eat so fucking much. Okay, because we like that warm, fuzzy feeling afterwards in our tummy. Okay, and so to me, getting back to the riches, being rich is just having everything, realizing that you have everything you need now that you imagine to want out there. Like being rich with money is being wealthy in your uh, occupation. 
occupations are just things that people do to either get by, get around, or get to. That to me, that's it. A B. I'm doing this to get this. It's so, like materialistic rich. Certainly. Yeah. There's such thing as material, but there's such thing as content. You know, we want to create content that will help open minds, expand brains, brain space. You know, you want to create more space. You don't want to be closed. And so being rich is someone who has the knowledge um, to um, be a sender and a receiver. I'll keep I'll keep pressing that home, the sender, receiver, and the learner so or the if, teacher. If someone, if a 19-year-old boy, dad dies sure. and inherits $5 million, is he rich? It's, he it is, depends on everyone. He's rich. His perspective. I would say in love. And in death do his part, yes, he is rich because his family took care of him postpartum uh, or postmortem. Post, post, post happen eventually. We'll all be forced there. Exactly. So leave behind the wealth that you gain to the ones that you love. So he was loved, which is the richest fucking thing you can have. Because your heart runs every impulse in your fucking body. It's just your brain decides yay or nay. So, the, so that man, that 19-year-old had a goat for a dad because that guy knew what the fuck to do. You know, in case he did die. And so I think that that 19-year-old kid just needs more guidance at that point. And that's the whole point of having blood relatives. It, You know, if you don't grow up with a bunch of relatives or a whole lot of family, orphans are the best soldiers out there. So, you know, it, and so I think that guidance will bring you riches. I would tell that young man to hire a lot of people to protect him. You know, because there's a lot of vultures out there. And even he himself has two birds on his shoulder that tell him, do it or don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, so to keep his right mind, a 19-year-old kid is not a man. You know, and now in today's terms, I believe. You know, he could gone, you know, that death might put his heart up to where he knows the damn difference uh, between riches and wealthiness. He's wealthy. But what he does with that, he doesn't have his dad anymore. So... <laughs> You know, so you can't, you got to, you got to hope that he has every part of his heart with him um, and understand that his dad, that was the right time to go. And that's what, that's being rich, bro, is knowing that that was meant to be and letting it go from right that point. If you carry that with you, that's metaphysical weight that you carry with you and your emotional heart will control your feelings at that point. It's called the blue wave to me. Uh, you, you are succumb to your feelings and your emotions sometimes. And that's okay. That's being a man, honestly. <laughs> um, good, good setup on that. I like that. That um, perhaps question. Uh, yeah, being to me, yeah, being rich. I think I have a question that ties into like being rich and wealth. So I think that's how I could explain what my answer was better. Is like, do you see with your eyes or through them? So if you're seeing with your eyes, you're seeing materialistic things of the world, what you would consider rich, cars, houses, whatever. But if you're seeing through your eyes, your soul just seeing through this body you were given, because that's the only thing that's going to leave this earth. So, okay, if you imagine that, if you're, if you're wise in your eyes, you must be old in your ears. So if, you have, if you're young in your ears, you have young ears. Why ears? Why is always a question, and there's no doubt about it. So if you're young, uh, if you're looking for, 
I kind of forgot where I was going with that. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, you, you see with your eyes. It, it's just full thing through your eyes. Not even tears. Exactly. Body seeing with them. exactly. That would make it's you. Lust, that would right? make your you. Soul doesn't lust. That would make you old and wise in your eyes and your ears. And in the Bible, it says, "Have I have eyes to see and ears to hear?" It doesn't say much else. Everything else was done for us. So I think that you could be young in your years. Um, or you can be wise in your eyes, and it depend, and that will decide what you see through. Do you hear it, or do you see it, or do you just feel it? If you guys lived in in the wilderness, um, in Rocky Mountain Forest or something, and there's nobody around, let's say there's no one on Earth, so there's there's no towns, there's no roads, there's nothing but literally the Earth, so like prehistoric, the natural Earth, right. and. Do you think if you're out there, let's say you even took a buddy out there, maybe not, but let's say, do you think you could be rich out there? Well, you'd be fucking the richest person you, on the whole world. You'd be, you're the only one there. You'd be, <laughs> you would be rich in abundance of the nature that's going to nurture your one soul. Because if you're the only person out there, nature knows because nature talks. It's in cahoots with any other animal out there. Because nature is the only thing that's one with the earth. The humans are the only thing on this earth that's not naturally one with the earth. What's up, you're good? What's up? <laughs> I almost think rich is like a feeling. You feel rich. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what, like every day, I wake up and I start writing, I read, and I, I do things because that makes me feel happy. It makes me feel like I love myself and it makes me feel rich. And I continue that sequence and I believe that if you walk that sequence, eventually you'll walk right into it. And, you'll, and then people, other people will say, oh, that guy's wealthy. You're like, no, I'm just rich. <laughs> and people will not know what that means. They will think it means paper. And I will say, no, it means me. Because that's what I did to get there. It's a sequence of events. It's like using the power of the sun with the pie. Use numbers, man. Use the way you do things to add it up to other things. You know, your, your movements count just as much as your work. Because you no know, one likes... Uh, to have a job, but everyone wants to work for something. So I work for myself. I'm the CEO of my own life. I'm the president, and that's how I treat it, and that's how I walk, and that's why everyone always always looking up. They say, "Oh, you walk tall. You know, your chin's held up." I'm like, "No, I'm just even with Earth and the Sun because I know the difference." You know, and I'm say, "What do you want to know today? Are you ready to learn, or are you just gonna walk the fuck away?" Dude, it's crazy. It's good stuff. <laughs> Did you have like good scenario plots? Hell yeah, right on. If I was out there by myself, man, I'd be drinking that fresh water, bathing naked as fuck. Yeah, but you would have any worries. You'd be growing your own food. Well, it depends. That would be your own. No, it depends. You'd no, be in a hunter gatherer. No, hold on. People were. Are you talking about? Could have ever been. Are you talking about? You got everyone got wiped off, and you're the only one, or you're just there because your brain has preset motions. Listen, that's why that's the richest you could ever be is prehistoric times because your body Because you don't know you don't know evil. You don't you're know naturally a hunter and gatherer. That's when you're at completely fulfillment. Let's say you're in a bunker. You're naturally a hunter. You're in a bunker and atom bomb goes off and you got out of the bunker, every everything's gone. Everything's gone. So you got to restart. So where are you starting now? You're you're gonna wanna hunt, you're gonna want some food, you're gonna wanna get some water, so you're a hunter and gatherer. Right, yeah. that's their natural instinct. And a hundred, and that's a hundred, natural instinct. So they, so they wake up and have a goal every single day, and they accomplish the goal every single day. Well, they hope to at least. I mean, maybe they get a fucking elk one day and bring it back, and that feeds them for the whole 
half the year or something. I think that. But the real question is, were they trained before so, that went off? So think about this. I think this goes back. To, I think this goes back to <laughs> you both. You should know how to do that. You should be like, all right, yeah, that's cool. I can live off land. No big fucking problem. Exactly. I'm fine. Right. I'm wealthy. I, think, I got. I got. I know something you can't buy. That's why I'm telling you, rich is knowledge. I think that both. This comes back to. Do you see out your eyes or do you see out your ears? Okay, so I think that the brain, if it knows in its heart that it sees it's the only one out there, the brain will immediately start dripping different entities into you or different chemicals, molecules, uh, and start changing your breath to live the, and be malleable to the environment. Like your body will start creating more copper in it and it will start learning the system until you get adapted and then you start evolving. Once you decide you want to be a settler, if you don't settle, then you just continue to move and adapt. And that's perfectly fine. You just create a callus that way, kind of become kind of numb. That's to exactly some... what mankind did. It started here and it spread all over the exactly. entire world. Well, that's why everyone out there just says, oh, well, because we're calloused as fuck to war, to do, death. Do you think to... that? Do you well, think mankind started in one place? Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you where it Definitely. started. It started in me. It's called, it's called the middle. Like in the sense of I'm trying to find, I go from me to you. But that's all I'm really just trying to find is everything us. comes from the one. Exactly. One. Exactly. And like I said earlier, the East didn't become the East until someone left and made it the West. And then that's when East gained its name because there was no names before that. So we had to start delegating delicate things because people wanted to be callous. And that's their right. That's their natural born freedom to move. And so whenever they started moving, the other place started fighting against it, but they couldn't hold them back. That's why California is the, the setting of the sun. In, in the Middle East, on the other side, that's where the sun rises. Is because that's where it started and that's where it fell. That's why they. That's why California is so fucking dry and hot all the time. And that's why all these wildfires continue to go. There's no water. It's all fucking fire. It's all just like the book. The books, like a lot of big things, happen in small scales the same way they happen in big scales. We're just here to live it in this version. Like, like if you imagine that, so like. Like in your body, the sun sets every day, just, you know, it's esoterically, like it's inward, you know, outside we see with our eyes that it rises and falls. Okay. And we know that during separate locomotions of the time, we live in the four states, the four seasoned area. So our bodies are super fucking malleable to it. But that's why we're the fucking poorest area. The second poorest area in America is because people don't know how to fucking deal with it. That's why we're so emotional. That's why there's so much drinking. That's why there's so much fucking people having kids under the age of fucking 20. Like, it, there's a there's a domino effect of the what your body can innately do without you fucking knowing. And so it's like, you gotta decide where I'm going with that. A lot of those problems that you mentioned just recently, um, I think stem from a lot of boredom and um, being spoiled. Because we're, we have everything we want, so it's like, once you have everything you want, you keep wanting more. It's like once you get, once you have like a, like if I was 16 and I never got a car, I would never miss a car. So I'd always have my friends come get me, I'd always have a taxi, I'd always have my mom give me, dad give me, whatever. But do you, someone else has it. Have you, under, do you, under, do you ever study the 13 colonies, like how we started here? Okay, there's such thing as the Quakers, right? The Quakers were the ones that stayed where they landed in Boston. And, you know, and that's where the Tea Party happened. Well, the Moors, the Moorish people, the ones that wanted to move, left. Okay? And that's what they called pioneering. Okay? But, so when you said more, people always want more because of boredom and stuff. That's called being a Moorish person. Like, your body always innately wants more. You don't know why. That's why why is always a question. Why are they going? 
where you just haven't figured out the question yet. Which is why I think more, as in greed, runs the whole world. Oh, certainly. Yeah, 100% runs everybody. Ego actually runs the whole world. Greed, it's a follow effect. Ego, greed, money, they almost all combine to... There's not a word... The money fuels the ego. There's not even a word to express some emotions and terms that... Money is a way to describe, is a depictor, a depiction of our actual ego. Like, money's the fake ego of our reality of the ego. I'm going to get money and fuck everybody else. That's a fucking CEO that doesn't know that's going to crash his business and trade his employees like shit. Okay? That person's greedy. Okay? He wants it all for himself. Richard Branson once said, treat your employees right, they'll treat your business right. All you have to do is sit there and get it. You know, sit there and smile and realize it was your idea. If you don't, if you're not happy with just the fact that you either knew it first or you know what the hell they mean, then you're just a person that's seeking things that can't happen. Or you need to be a creator, but a lot of people don't want to walk that far. A lot of people like to work really hard for a little bit of money. And that sucks. <laughs> to me, in the desert, I would walk forever to get a fucking drink of water. But that's just because I know it would help me out. But if you know, but if you have like the you know, if you don't give water to the camel, the fuck are you gonna get? You're gonna you're gonna start you're gonna be back on your feet, back on the streets. So feed feed those who feed you. And it's it's quid pro quo, except folks want to walk a lot farther for the easiest points in their life. <laughs> to me, I, I, I hope I'm hitting point on that. Right. I mean, I don't want to say it's a lazy generation, but I think with everything around us, I think we are getting more lazy as human beings. Well, who created us? The generation of hard workers created the most, the hardest workers created the most lazy generation. That's duality. The sword meets itself because every finish line is where it starts. Like every marathon starts and finishes almost at the same spot. And so the hard, they, they did all the hard work for us. They gave us this lazy, this convenient lifestyle, right? Right. I mean, so like, what did they do? Convenient. They gassed us up. And now we're getting all the mileage out of it, aren't we? And they're still working hard and they're not getting their, their retirement money like they should because we're so in debt as a fucking nation. And so I think that the debt monetarily is the depiction of the reality debt of our emotional state. Okay, because we all have an emotional state that we live in or float in. It's just whether you're swimming or drowning. <laughs> getting, I think getting desperate is something that human beings need to have because it's very rare. Whenever you live in nature, you need food, you need water, you need shelter. But so then again, the rich you, people helping the poor. If you have shelter, you'll <laughs> automatically have water for your house. And food is literally a text away now. Grubhub, Uber Eats. I mean, you visit the grocery store. You have no worries. Like if if you didn't, if you were, if you were lazy and you didn't have a job, you can still make more than people that have jobs by fucking standing on the corner with your with the cardboard sign. Oh, uh, dude, pan and nice clothes. It doesn't matter. Pandemic in Pensacola, Florida, make an average of like thirty six thousand dollars. Right, and that's, that's low. That's about as much that's as low. I've ever made. Right, but no, they all they do is stand there. Right. They did. They all. They 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 say their hand and they say help me. That's but that's free money. But think about this. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of money inequality in America. How many people drive in their fucking thirty thousand dollar car right past that asshole and don't give them shit? That money inequality is the, is the is the story of America. But it's really just. I don't think you're a clean person or I don't want to help you. But people ha people have love and peace in their heart, so they say. But then they do nothing about it. I mean, maybe, but maybe it's um, people 
can all they they make just enough to get by and they don't have money to spare maybe they want to help them maybe they helped someone yesterday that's we can't help every single one like when i moved to phoenix there was so many just people on the side of the roads like my friends that i like first met they said when you move here you have to have a budget for the homeless people because you'll give them a bunch and oh, yeah. they'll always be back. In Pensacola, same corners. People would come up to me in the Walmart parking lot. Like, I just got groceries. I'm yes. like, like unsuspecting yes. victim. And the guy would be like, hey, 100%. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, eventually I got, I got you know, it's, it's like I said, duality. You get callous to these beggars because you're doing it on your own, right? I'm doing it on my own two feet. But then you got to look both ways. They could be doing more, but could I? Yes. I could, if I go out and look for someone else to do more, then I'm an idiot. Right. Like if you wait for someone else, bro, oh my gosh. The problem with giving money for me, you never know where that money's going. Like I'm down to help them. Like I give, I give people backpacks, I give people sandwiches, but I rarely give people money. I've done it a few times, but like more than like a few bucks or five bucks. I gave this guy twenty bucks one time at this uh, this Walmart in Phoenix, and uh, he came up to me. He's like, dude, I just lost my job. I uh, I got my two kids, my wife in the car. I just need a room to to fucking. Uh, get uh get showered and just trying to restart and whatever and this dude started crying literally like bawling his eyes out in the middle of the parking lot what? and i don't know if it was real or not but it felt real it felt super emotional and i ended up giving him 20 bucks and uh i don't know it's like it feels good to do that but you never know if he really needs it there's there's tons of stories i've seen that there's tons of stories about people that watch homeless people and follow them home and they literally live in a two-story house like there's videos like that online right now exposing homeless because they so, make so much money so you see it's a revolving door in the sense of you could say that about anything there's several ceos that treat their people right there's several ceos that put them down there are several rich people that help the poor but there's also poor people that help the rich and it's kind of annoying it's it's all a turning door in the corporation of america is is there's only like five entities that run this whole fucking thing you know, and everything else gets checked by the bigger corpse. Not yet. <laughs> um, like, very <coughs> good. Um, yeah, that when you felt in your heart helping that man, you you did the right thing. You know, and <coughs> in the same sense, like you can only help those that are in front of you right now. Like, you know, if if that man needed help, give him help. You can't help all the homeless people, but help that man now. Right. The time, the time is always now to act on whatever it is that helps your heart too. If the more you give, the more you innately receive. If you do it for your own self, your heart won't give it to you. Right. Like, <laughs> what's weird to me is we all want things, of course, and we all want new shoes, new new fucking clothes, new hats, new cars, new watches, new every the newest game that comes out, the newest this, newest that, newest iPhone, and. We can get stuff and that'll make us happy for what? I mean, like a couple hours now, like things get boring quick nowadays. We have everything. Mm -hmm. But when you give to someone, it's like, for me, it gives me a feeling that really nothing else can give me. Like it's, it's a different feeling. Like I'll give donuts to homeless people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just to, like a good morning on Sunday, like here, have, have some donuts, like enjoy. Like That's weird you say that. The, 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 one of the popular corners, I would say, was a uh, Krispy Kreme uh, down in Pensacola, hmm. <laughs> and so donuts were the most abundant thing that they got. Don't they give out free donuts on half or not half? Yeah, it, it wasn't a, a hot ready. I say it wasn't a hot and ready one, um, hmm. but but you know what I mean. Everyone they pull right out the parking lot, and them guys are standing right the fuck there. And what mm -hmm. do those people have? Food. They mm -hmm. have a donut, and hey, sugar is what keeps any soul going. 
You know what I'm saying? So give them a donut. Fuel. Oh, fuel. Straight fuel. Glucose, man. You're too uh, C-L-O-I-C to me. So get away. I'm going to give you the sugar and get out. It's, it's, and uh, it's short-term energy. Well, <laughs> it doesn't keep them warm at night. But, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, mm. It might keep your heart warm for about five minutes. You know, until you forget and go to the next stoplight. And, uh, yeah. So... I don't know those things when I do something like that honestly I'll think about it for the next few days like, yeah. I'll think about it a year later I'll think about it five years later like it's something that feels good like there's definitely angles that are meant to come back to you right like uh, not, but not even like homeless people when you think about Christmas when you give someone something that you know they're happy to receive and you know has even affected their life a little bit just to give someone happiness is like one of the best feelings and it's not even doesn't have to be things it just like What's the thought of giving? It's like thought right. Comes, right, like the, the 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 energy shared. Right, I feel. I mean, kids learn that real little when they give their parents shit. They drew with crowns and stuff, which. Right, like, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I'd want to get that when I was kids. I think you know that I think that the whole story of Christmas was meant to, you know, like you grow up and they're telling you, oh, don't peek at your present, you know, don't don't go in your parents' closet and things of that nature, and. uh I think that part of it is the uh, the story of pushing the button that says "Don't push me." You know, you just want to try it because you got told not to, and I think that's human nature of curiosity. We're curiosity hunter, we're hunters and gatherers, and today we're hunters and gatherers of information, and we love the fake news. I I think I'm a I'm a broadcast communication major, and I did not go into my field because I learned during my studies it was all bullshit. There are things called gatekeepers. And those gatekeepers disseminate what they feel is right in the interest of the people that pay them. And so money does rule the dissemination of news. And now it feeds that to the bugs that people that watch TV. It's called Stockholm. Okay? You put stock in what you see in your home. And what people do is watch the news. And so in order to find anything out for me, I'm from Missouri. Show me. That's it. If it's not in front of my face, I can only imagine that it may or may not be real. Um, does it affect me? Uh it could. I think about it. Think about anything, I guess. But so you don't stay up with like the news and stuff. You don't care about. Fuck no. Right. 100%, the, man. the calendar days are a structure that people follow for whatever fucking reason. I can't understand. Every day is the same day to me, but they want to put a 30 day rotation on it. It, it is revolved around like the sun and the earth and the moon. But the way people view it, the way they hold on to it, the way they structure their life around it is kind of odd in the sense of like, I feel like it's a fake structure. They don't, they can't, you got to build it up within yourself to find your own way around the day that you're in every single day, rather than looking at a calendar. But that's also the same thing as time. Time is so innately like false and true all at the same instance. Cause people, I think like inertia right now, we're a lazy environment, but we want shit so fucking fast. That's why we have the, this internet that is insanely like instant. And so I think it's only going to get faster to you. Do you guys think the internet was a positive or negative thing overall? Negative. What do you think? Definitely negative. But I believe it's like creating a whole other perception of reality. It put everything in the deepest, darkest corners of our fucking soul out there. Like porn has fucked up so many fucking things. Men, women, marriages. Hey, we've all done it. Like it's not a secret anymore, really. Like women watch it just as much as men do, and it it creates a false reality in your brain. It releases the those dopamines, those serotonins in your brain 
that are not coming from a true chemistry. They're coming from your fucking hand, <laughs> right? Like, and you're sitting on your ass being lazy. You know, you don't want to go out there and catch a fish and fucking fry it yourself. Right. There's, right. A, there's a lot of bad things on the internet. Like, but when I was young, like really young, I seen like, I literally seen heads getting chopped off. Like, you see, you oh, see yeah. the links. Oh, you like, get on Rotten Tomatoes. You're and like, you'd be like, woo! You, you, you're like, Islamic guy cuts girl head off. Like, I don't want to see this, but I want to fucking see this. You know, he's fucking click like, ah, Exactly. Don't push the button, but yeah, you're gonna fucking push it. Right. Like, it's like I'm just curious. I think, you know? I think that the, I think it was negative. If you ask me, but with that negative, it draws something. Draws positive somewhere. And the internet has helped a lot of dissemination of helping people, but it also just, it just opened the box, man, the Pandora. And I think that evolution took place whenever it got released, basically in the, in the aether. Um, yeah. I'm really a big fan of the internet, but when it comes to social networks, I think that's where all the problems are at. Because there's not many problems with just the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, it's like bullying. I'm not going to see a fucking link of someone getting their head cut off on fucking Google. Like, I'm not going to search that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that the internet just transcended what we see at school and daily items. Like, there's boiling on the internet. There's porn. There's, uh, you know, you can, there's black market drugs. It's everything you could do in your own city. Now you can do on the internet in the whole world. So it shrunk the world by a fucking thousand, you know, boom, right there. And now we have these iPhones that are just fucking, you can text somebody at the same rate you pay that lives in fucking Abu Dhabi and you say, Hey, what's up? And it's fucking instantaneous. You can Snapchat them. Boom. It cal- it calluses us to not want to seek, not travel, not do things. Because if you look it up on Google, watch a 10 minute video, you're like, Oh fuck, I feel like I've been there. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got off. Boom. Well, the experience is not real in you. It's a it's a fake reality that you gave yourself right there. So in a way, I guess it gave us a lot of imagination. Um, I think there's a lot of pros, a lot of cons to it, especially. I mean, sure. <laughs> it, and like I said, I'm a broadcast communication person. So it's like it, it, technology is the only thing I studied or the only thing that like has kept my hobbies going. So like that's why I appreciate it. However, I imagine that the internet has equally fucked everybody <laughs> um, in some way or another. And Facebook, I think if Facebook started charging a dollar a month, half of the people would stop using it. I recently saw something about some uh, a millionaire that was thinking about buying, or not, not millionaire, I think it's billionaire, thought about buying Facebook just to delete it. And it might have been Elon Musk. Well, he doesn't have enough money to buy it because Facebook. What? No. Elon Musk? No. No, because Facebook is like the eighth wonder of the world. It has more users than any other system in the world. No government has more people. China doesn't have enough people. Facebook has enough people. You see how Facebook is like a, it's like a war, basically. I think if it charged for it, the people that use it just to get off would stop using it. It would start, the reality would check so many fucking people if they charged 99 cents right but like do you remember growing I think the up, people that are highly involved in it would pay well absolutely it creates another line of money to the uh they would pay at any expense they'd give their lives to live the life they live on the internet hey right people live that happy perfect life on freedom the internet, but you know them in person they're like fucking sucks well how many people do you see out in public on their phone something you could be doing at home how many people do you it, see out in public that don't know how to even have a conversation because of the internet, well, everything. The, the internet digital. has created a sense, a false sense of reality. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's hard to like for me. I got like I don't like to go to bars a whole lot, 
But like when you do, you realize that like when you're out of the scene a lot and you're not on the internet a whole lot, I don't, I, I personally don't, I use like Facebook and Instagram. I don't, I have a Twitter, I have all that other stuff. I don't use it. I honestly don't use it. But I realize that the farther away I draw from it, the farther away I actually draw from my age of people. Like, like it's hard to react or interact with people because I feel like I'm more of a real solid person. A lot of other people are fucking hollow because they're looking at the blue screen too much. Okay, so if you can understand what I'm saying personally, it's hard to meet women because they fucking they don't have they have a time span of a fucking goldfish, a gnat. Because I, I'm not I'm not gonna men do the same thing. It's 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 duality. But like for me, it's hard to get time out of women, or like just to ask women on dates, they'll call you a fucking creeper right there. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what? I'm a, you don't fucking know me. And it's like instantly a war. So you can see how we're in a, we're in a cold war right now. It's a silent war and it's called blue crystals. And that's the Titan of them all is the one that controls the people and how they act with other people. If they, so if, so Bo, like if nothing can come in between us, then why would we let it in general? Right. Like, so, uh, the, the internet has created so much animosity, man. Like, it, it, it's helped communication. It's hurt it just as much. It's like it's helped communication across the whole fucking world. Sure, but as far as you and your family, like, do you remember how close families used to be? Did you guys have like like the family time that I had when I was a kid is nothing like so, that. Has okay, so like I'll see you next Christmas. So back <laughs> to you next Thanksgiving. Like that. Back to riches. So we wanted to be worldly rich instead of family rich, and that's why we opened it. Because it broke up families in a way, not literally. Oh, there's definitely been arguments because of but Facebook do you, but and do you family see, members. But do you see what I'm saying? If we didn't have the internet, we would be more home-based and want to spread out. Sure. But once the internet came out, we just wanted to expand and stay in our fucking seat. And so to me, that's – I guess the internet brought a lot of riches to the world. Like besides this time right now, do you think about how like little you actually have intellectual conversation with anyone? It's like maybe maybe at work you spend a bunch of time with someone that I don't have these conversations with. Exactly. That's why when you, you offered you said, Hey, we should try this, I was fucking Johnny on the spot. Hell yeah. You set me on fire, it was a match. Hell yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like that's why I stay home, stay silent and meditate because I just fucking can't do it. But, this is one of those weird things I've been like thinking about for years though, and just haven't really like just haven't started it. It's all about starting something, but no matter what you do, it's just once you start it, it doesn't matter if you're doing something right or you wrong. Plant the seed. You can get rolling. Right. Well you gotta manifest and there's something to be said for that. Because there is no right time to do anything. The time that you do it was or is the right time, but manifesting your destiny is something that you do in your heart, which means you think about it a lot and a mm-hmm. lot. You sand that sword down to a fucking fine point where you can cut anything that comes near you. And it's not anybody. It's just the fact that you're happiness. Right. You ever think about someone that says, um, just wait for your time. Like wait, just wait for the right time. Like no, if your time is now, what are you doing now? Like if you want to be rich five years from now, you're not going to automatically get rich. Like what you're doing with the fucking 24 hours, however many 86,400 seconds, I think how you're spending that time will depend if you're gonna get rich, like if I if I know someone's life, what they do, what their habits are, I can almost see where they'll be down the road, give or take, like a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely, that's what that's what being a satellite is is knowing what you see in front of you and knowing how to circulate that energy um, to a positive or negative. And if you're a positive person, there's no doubt that you'll just bring them up a little bit, even if they're a super acidic person. It's the it's pH scale, you know. That's why it only goes to seven, eight, and nine. You got to find yourself. <laughs> Eight's with a mate, and nine is if you can die to tell the day. 
See, I don't think so. I think that it doesn't matter how you want to define rich because you're talking about money. Like, if you're saying be rich in five years, you'll never achieve rich. What defines rich? We all talked about that, right? It's not a set of money. There's no like, oh, you made $100 million, well, well, you're no, not rich. Well, I think maybe we have to esteem yourself rich now. Exactly. That's why every day I say I'm rich because eventually I'll just be happy. Because you're not going to be rich. You're already rich. Exactly. I think what he was trying to say is like, you know, if, if that person's goal is to be money rich, then start now. Don't wait five years to try to be money rich. I mean, it's just like even the podcasting doesn't have to do with money at all. Throw money out of the whole equation. Like I just wanted to do something and I thought about it and thought about it and just never did it. Well, imagine if, imagine, like, right, imagine if we get rich, we get famous doing this for some people just like us randomly and we don't release our first few. Those become more worth more than the ones we create when we're, we have the whole equipment, the studio, those become the broke, the lost records. Mm-hmm. You see, that's the rich. That's the wealthy. The wealthy is when we got it all. The riches are the one are the the brown gray breaking crystals of this the the earth man. The this like what we would call is the base. Like us three are the base, and we're creating gems right now. And we're waiting until we find the red ruby because the red ruby will lead us to the blue light. <laughs> Let me know if you feel this. Um, rich is something you want when you're younger but as you grow up you start wanting happiness y'all feel that honestly i would be rich right now if i had wanted to be rich when i was younger so if you 100 percent, if i wanted to be rich when i was younger if i knew now what it takes to be money like paper rich i would have chosen a more better paying field that i would have liked whenever i was 15 and pursued it i would have went and chosen a trade I would redo my life 100% the last five years if I knew now what I knew then. If, I knew, if I knew now what I knew then, I would have... I'd be rich. I would be on YouTube a lot more, and I would have went to a technical school rather than a university. Um, I would have went and just solved my problem immediately rather than taking uh, courses that perhaps didn't uh, feed me um, correctly. You know, They just feed you a bunch of nonsense and hope that you disseminate the right way for yourself whenever you get that piece of paper that says you did it. <laughs> that piece of paper is the only... It cost you a whole fucking ton of money. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, that's the pull. That's the draw. You got to pay the teachers. But that just makes the university greedy with their information. That's why there's public libraries. And that's why there's Amazon for those books that you can buy for a third of the price. Right. Instead of going to the bookstore and paying $90 and then returning it for 10 mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Or fifty cents. I mean, some some co- or, or some uh, college really a buck. Like, oh, yeah. you can buy four hundred dollar book and you get like. Oh, two sometimes bucks. like them after selling websites will buy it back for more. Oh, because they could sell it. They, they'd rather make a ten dollar profit than make nothing. Who wouldn't? Right, and the books upgrade every year, so it seems well, like every other year maybe. And that's <laughs> that's the secret. They don't tell us what the the formula to 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 continue to evolve. They just teach you what's already known. Do you see? The, the trick is is the, they know the kid is already evolving naturally. We're just nurturing them with all the bullshit we've learned to the point. They don't give you the formula for the next book or else you wouldn't need them. The universities have the right recipe for to attract kids. Hot women in skirts will get all them boys out there in the yard. And that's fucking true. You, you find you see something? <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see you over there. What's on your mind? No, I was just putting down my, uh, no, my thoughts before I forgot. Um, so I, I was just saying, like school, it's it's a it's a sketchy business, honestly. Like it's a weird thing when you put out all the information you put out is so positive and so good, but 
in reality, you're railing people for the money. Like you're getting 17, 18, 19 year olds the chance to go 50, 100, $200,000 in debt. Like they're grown up to talk that if you don't go to college, you're a fucking idiot. That's pretty much what I. Well, let, let me tell you this. I, I wouldn't have went to college, but I am only here today because of what I did and went to college. Right. So it's like I, they tell me a bunch of fucking bullshit, but at the end of the day, I always say this college taught me one thing how to teach myself. I took nothing but that. And I agree. by God, I feel like that that, that, like that that six years was worth it if I learned nothing else, how to teach myself, because that's what cheating does, right? Kids go out there and find a way. That's the true formula is finding a way to get it done and on time. That's the only thing school is trying to teach you. The information is just whether you want to gut load it or not. Do you want to consume it or do you want to just say, fuck it, get an A, I'm out, get a C, get a D, just pass. Right. A lot of things I think we need to know you learn uh, uh, in high school. Um, like I think if you graduate high school and then you take your own route and learn your own things, you can be way smarter than someone who goes to college. College is not... College does not make you intelligent. It makes you available to have a career that other people can't have. That's pretty much all college is. So imagine, so so remember when you're little, yeah. the first thing kids get, some of the kids get is chicken pox, right? But what you do is you put them all on playpens and they all get it together. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. You go to elementary school, we're all together. You go to middle school, you're all together. You go to high school, you're all together to learn the same shit. You see how it does help us learn to live all and honestly, if you're a smart kid, you'll learn that the information is bullshit. You'll just you'll take the formulas they give you and you'll use those throughout your life instead of retaining bad water of that old information. That's why that's the whole trick of the new books. They don't want you to remember it. They want you to learn it. <laughs> the only time to remember is who you are, a learner, <laughs> a teacher. <laughs> so it's it's how far do you want to walk to just get back home? <laughs> Duality, brother. <laughs> you have to transcend that <laughs> to be it's like squaring the circle type of shit. <laughs> I, hear this I can hear you crunching, yeah. brother. So school isn't bad. There's three, you know, three ways. They interconnect people. You kind of get um, what bacteria together, like germs and in, 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 uh, antibodies. Well, I like the idea of school. I think we're teaching the kids the wrong lessons. We're speaking to right, right, right. The direction is wrong, but they they will point. Listen to this. They will point right back at who your fucking parents and say, "Teach your own kid." Then, and I'm going to sit there and say, "I fucking will," because fuck you. And who are you to teach my kid any of your goddamn values? Let me tell you guys a story that I really haven't told anyone yet. I know someone who's very high up in a in a university, and uh, pretty much their their um. Their test at the end of the semester is people were literally passing it too much. Like they had a, too much of a success ratio that they had to make the test harder because they want to be a school that's known for being one of the top schools in this certain area. Well, is that not fucked well, up? Just, that's breeding excellence through ego. Well, the thing that's fucked up about that is what if the teacher's really good and it's not even the information? Why would, you, why would you want people to fail? Well, that's called a challenge. That's stupid as hell. They challenge the teachers and the students to be better. Well, think about it. Do you, are you settler or are you a, a pioneer? It's going to be progression. As, yeah. Are you evolving or are you just settling? So right. I think that the school – so think about this. Due dates. Due dates do not define knowledge. 
They just define if you have the ability to get it there on time. Because what if I always loved the teachers that gave us all the assignments up front and just said, you have to have them all done by a certain date, you know, and we'll study all, all we do through the whole semester is study, but study in class. And we do the assignments at home online. Right. Okay. Um, but so I think the schools are mostly failing the kids that take time on their projects and take time to do the right thing instead of cramming. It causes inertia in people that want to take artistic time on a paper. You know, hey, you got one week to write a 20 page paper. I'm going to sit there and say, I have to stay up every fucking living second to make that paper an A plus. Because I know that teacher's just going to get that red pen and start fucking checking shit like an idiot. <laughs> They're going to check us down. Hey, we're in the generation of check checks. Okay, we at, when you grow up, innately, because you're shorter and your parents are taller, so innately, no, don't do that. Stop. So in it, so third person, it you're getting checked down all the time, all the way up that little circle ladder that you know, elementary, middle, high school, and college. Always getting checked down. And you always get a syllabus up front that says things you can and can't do and what's expected. And so due dates fail the kids that want to take time to do things. So in essence, school is taking time out of them and giving them a fucking uh, a deadline. Okay? So you better get to living before that line. Right? Like So it's like, right. I think that sometimes in that way, grades, if I'm late on a thing, but the thing is the best paper. If I, my paper is the best one by turning in a day late and I get a second best grade, I'm going to be pissed because a teacher didn't give me fair justice and just uh, accept because I thought outside the box or I came outside the box a little bit. Like if and the teacher says, well, you turned it in late, so you're docked 20%. That is the biggest failure in school history is not giving people the credit when it's due in the sense of what kind of content material that they create that you ask for. When you ask for a due date, that has nothing to do with the assignment given. It has something to do with your ego of we got to move on to something different. Well, do you want them to learn or do you want them to cram? And we all know the word cramming is the what the college kids fucking do. Procrastinate and cram. Finals week, the two weeks before, cram week. They, the schools even schedule library hours around cram week. Like, you better drink some water, assholes, and get some cramps out there. Yeah. Right, which is why, which is why a lot of students that actually work hard and go to like hard universities take Adderall or or take or drink energy drinks all day. I like, think that hard, like Harvard or other, all them schools are good. Like like Mizzou, you go in there and there's 500 kids in your English class. Right. Who do you feel like a fucking minute minnow? Right. At Southern Men, there's 20 kids per class average. I knew the teacher by name. We emailed every day. That's interaction. <laughs> but the same failures happen at Missouri Southern that happen at Mizzou. But you're right. Mizzou draws people. So it's 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 cutthroat. It's more known. Adderall, snort that shit up your nose, man. You want to get shit done? <laughs> it's just like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. How do you survive on Wall Street? That little fucking vial of cocaine, my friend. Right. <laughs> exactly. Sharp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something I hate is that uh, <laughs> when you're young, like you guys had a lot of friends and you're young, just like in the neighborhood, right? Like growing up and. Just a lot of people around you all the time just hanging out with them, having fun. It's okay, like, cool. <laughs> I, I had a time. My neighborhood was full of kids. And um, when you're young, everyone is, is just them. Like, you just see them playing basketball, riding your bike, 
um, playing around in some fucking forest. Like that's what you're doing then, and you're living in the moment. You're having fun. But when you get older, you start to go to school. Everyone gets categorized. And so when you're going to school, some people have A's, some people have F's. It's like, oh, he has an F. Stay away from him. Like that has nothing to do with knowledge, nothing to do with anything. And then you get out of school. You're categorized it's by kind of stigma between getting bad grades and good grades. And you're categorized by money and things you have done. It's like, what if, what if you dated this one girl that isn't known or something? Isn't isn't uh, isn't hot shit? And you're always that guy that dated that girl forever. You you're in you're stuck in a category. Categorizes have fucked us up, honestly. So, so it kind of seems like this happens naturally, but facilitated. I agree. Right, right? natural facilitation of trying to nurture these aliens that don't know what they're doing with their body yet there's always that you know hierarchy though exactly and that's the check down effect we're always getting checked down they never teach us how to be the checker right how do how do you finish they they say oh it's uh it's up to you and i'm like well well teach me how to get to you because i only found my my eye like i only found me i don't know how to get to you you know what i'm saying so that so so the university has failed at its first letter that it started with the you so maybe we should go to Miami and find advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> we just did. <laughs> yeah, I'm Speaking of Miami vices, dude, I, I fuck with Miami vices. Yeah. Drink? Like, you oh, know, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah it's I'm like a strawberry daiquiri mix with yeah, a pina colada. It's, like it's like a Bahama Mama slaps mix with uh, some other shit. I don't know if I remember right. Bartending, I made some Miami vices in my day. Yeah, do you guys okay so let me let me project a little bit uh, do you guys think that there's a certain script or storyline that um is kept out there you know because there's only so many corporations that run this show and um do you imagine that there's certain scripts because we all have shared thought in a way like we don't really know where our thoughts come from we just know their electricity if you become the observer of those thoughts you can control it but you still don't know where it came from in a way the sky, the the, the earth, their, your your own mind, even. But like, wouldn't you imagine that if there was a true one song, like you know, you kind of understand what I'm saying. We all innately feel the same across the board. Yeah. Um, I think that that's the ultimate goal of the internet is to create a one song um, of polarity in the sense of like the big dish. Um, I think music has a very weird uh, effect on people. Yeah, in a lot of like a lot of ways that we so, don't understand. Yes. Oh, definitely. So I was getting to the point of Bob Marley. Um, he raised enough vibes under the net to raise it. So I think that there's something called uh, as winning at life. Okay, and we all think of that as like small things, but I think in a a major league, there's a major league out there for people that change lives. In the sense of like, if you can raise so much vibes or save so many people from their own selves, you can transcend like the major leagues or like college. You get drafted into the next human category because you talked about categories. Imagine that imagine that life is just one big school and you go through a bunch of bullshit only to go (laughs) only to like you go through 20 years of bullshit only to the next 20 years to be in another school. And that's life because you graduated. So what if throughout that next 20, you raise the bar, like say you're a singer like Bob Marley, you raise the vibe and they, it's so recognizable that if you don't stop raising the vibe, we might fall out. 
Okay, so in essence, you have to be taken off the map. And that's when you become a legend, because we all know legend is the key, right? And so I think that when you become a legend, you become a man of God in the realm. Like, you get to go over the fucking rainbow alive. When you say legend, when you kind of try you mean legend? So, well, because legends never die, heroes get remembered. Okay, that's what the Sandlot taught us. But um, the legend, well, le- like, like on a map, the legend, okay, it's always outside, mm-hmm. and it has a key. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say, is if you have the key, you became a legend to raise the net. Well, they have to get you off the net before they fall out. It's like a triangle. But what do you think of the Bermuda Triangle? It's underground. I swear, the, the, the salty sea is covering a limestone, calcite, cavernous earth. That's inferno, infernus. It's hot as fuck down there. Okay. But if you can keep a, uh, a if you can keep humidity at a certain level, sixty degrees um, temperature, sixty degrees um, or sixty percent humidity, you can stay down there and be at one sign the whole time, like one song. Okay, so it's like uh, like your blood can thin at a certain rate at certain temperatures and humidity that can live, that can keep you living basically forever. It's, called, it's like the Bermuda Triangle in a sense. Um, Anyways, like I guess I know I, that's a long question, but I'm I just think like, it was just a, a place. It just uh, it's like <coughs> just a way to describe no, a place right. on Earth. Literally. Right. It, the Bermuda Triangle is describing the inferno, <laughs> the word the limestone calcite that people hide in at 60 degrees Fahrenheit, 60 percent humidity, um, which creates a 120 degree. Instead, that's the smaller version of a 180. You know what the only that no one ever talks about. The fucking, the center of the earth. Like, why is that bitch so damn hot? You know what I'm saying? Like, do we even understand what's going on down there? Like, no one's ever been down there. Nothing can go down there. So, I think that the... We haven't even visited the bottom of the ocean yet. That's not even that deep. I think no one's just proven. I don't know why it's hot. That's a good question. I think it's it's hot. It's, it's, it's I think it's the smallest form of a fire trapped inside of water, and it creates carbon monoxide in bubbles that come to the earth or come to the surface of the ocean, which actually heats up our atmosphere. We have a fermentation above us, okay, that the sun tracks over and over and over, kind of like a like a field, and you just see the water going like this on a certain track, and then the moon comes up. I think that the heat, we're actually heated from the methane that's inside the earth. That's why people are so crazy is because all the cows that we kill to eat, they all, all they do is sit there all day, all night, farting methane that stays inside our bubble that we live in. And we live and fucking breathe it and we fucking eat it. That's like a, that's a dual sword in itself. You live it, you breathe it and you eat it. Like, ugh. So I think that the, the real methane is the one from the earth that keeps us naturally high. The cows... Oh, this is tying up a lot of shit. Um, the cows keep us nurtured high by their methane. Okay. Okay. Hear me out on this huge story I have. So in the layers of earth, we're on native ground, correct? Like it used to be native ground until the, we all destroyed it, basically. So all that blood that was destroyed fell back to the center. Okay. And it got re back up. The dirt, through the blood, the dirt, and the, the grass, they're all in cahoots. It's a chain. It's a link, okay? And they're chain smoking all the way up to that cow because the cow has conscious. 
because it has eyes. So the cow talks to the only eats the grass, so it has green energy, which is empathic or intuitive. So intuition in them cows talk to the center of the earth and say, hey, stand there, give yourself up to these fucking idiots that eat you because that you're weak ass these weak ass people that eat you and say, kill them off and we will give you life again. Okay? And so I think that when we eat that, we eat soiled blood in a way. Do you see what I'm saying? Soiled blood. And so I think that the real methane is from the center, but it's secondarily recycled through the cow, and then we eat it, and then it's tricycled into the quad, which is the quid pro quo of living on Earth. You get to reincarnate, or you can die over and over again and get to remember. It's either you win your conscious over, or you die an asshole and get to come back as a new egg. Okay, that's the cosmic egg, is whether you can die and live or you or you die and you fucking death like to me like so the circle is through the cows that's why we're in the milky way the galaxy okay so can you go to the met gala and tell me what you see that is to me that's the point what dress do you got on what shirt what thing do you have what product do you wear that kills or survives the earth i think that's why it's called the golden cow honestly they don't do anything bro and they taste so good i mean i don't eat meat no more that's just me but Though beef's like the best. But beef it's just beef, man. Feeds <laughs> it feeds the it feeds the peanut gallery, that's for fucking sure. They like to crap and watch up the things that happen on the field. They wanna go back to happiness. Um We all bro, we all do, but no one wants to fucking work. Like you said, laziness. No one wants to work for the happiness and peace that they imagine they have in their heart. If we if bro, honestly, come on. If we were all in peace and love, we would all never be hungry or, or like in a sense of like everything we ate just turned into dust or nothing. And it, but we got to experience the level on a 10. Right. And so I think that. Um, damn, dude, I just got really I just like I just jumped like three levels in like a half a second. Um, yeah, Let me ask you something. Real quick. Yeah, dude, sure. Um, back to happiness. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is oh, that's your, where I was at. Yeah. Right. What is your um when you look at happiness right now, when you think about happiness, what do you see yourself doing? Where do you see yourself at? What do you think makes you happy? You personally. Like what I'm doing right now or where do I see myself at? Like the happiest moment of your entire life ever that could happen or may have happened before. What what is that? Like capture that moment and just explain it. I think the happiest time of my life was whenever I started seeing myself in the mirror again like i know that sounds weird but um um but i think that some of my happiest moments were like with my parents like last year in florida like whenever Bo, you and your brother came down mm -hmm. honestly because i think like i regained my conscious like two years ago like i lost my conscious for like a good seven years like just drinking partying smoking fucking doing shit that I wasn't supposed to be doing, but I thought it was cool. It felt good. You know, everyone goes through that bullshit. But like when I fucking started finding my conscience again and like I moved to paradise in Pensacola, I found my pen hand. I started reading. I started writing. I started feeling like a blue angel. I swear to God. And Jesus came down and touched me. I did some psychedelic drugs. I cleaned my body out. I meditated. And so what that did, David, was lead me through a few triangles like or pyramids, you know? Oh, higher. I'm getting fucking higher, right? I'm climbing mountains in my body. I'm climbing ladders. And so 
what some of the happiest moment was whenever I was so conscious that and happy that my parents were coming down to, to this place I live in Pensacola, Florida, the paradise, you know, the cradle of the Navy where people go for seven days. You know, I, I live where you vacation. That was my monitor right. for a while. You know, like it helped me out like in my own little selfish way. It's become just a home after a long time. Exactly. Well, yeah, you, you get ingrained and you get the locomotion set in your body and your, your settings go right. And when you get one with the ocean, man, that shit's fucked you up. The ocean's salty as fuck. It's salty dog, but man, it'll teach you some lessons. That's why pirates had it right, bro. <laughs> pirates, get it? <laughs> okay, so um, it's fool's gold. Um, it, the joke's on the people that don't get it. But uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, so when I was consciously, like, with my boat, seeing through my eyes, like this, David, like, I'm seeing the person that raised me at the beach living my dream now. My dream was to live at the beach. My parents were in my dream at that point. Do you see what I'm saying? Like their dream was to have a kid and raise a kid. And then that kid had a dream. And so it's like, they jumped in, bro. It was so consciously aware. And I still remember it. But now I feel like that consciousness, I level. So like when your body mechanically works, I'll finish here. So when your body mechanically works and you start listening to it, you can start mechanically doing yourself like a fucking knob, just like any type of like radio or some shit. And once I started learning that by mechanically, the more I cleansed my body, I could I could plug in my own um, cords again um, to those high conscious levels. I just start plugging it in every day. I would do yoga, my rituals. Okay, do you see how I'm, I, was, I started learning how to be rich in my body, not in my and in my soul, not necessarily with paper. But uh, and so what you, what I started doing is like now I started living every day like that. I started waking up and start you start realizing I, I, the calendar went away, time went away, and I started. I started eating the sun again, bro. I started eating that, that shit, bro. I started eating grass and I started eating the sun. And then sometimes I just didn't eat anything at all. I ate myself. It's weird. Right. Well, it's it's funny because once you the more you consume your soul, the more it times itself because energy is never fucking lost. And we all know this. But no one wants to fucking act like it. And so to answer your question, that was the day, but I've been living it ever since. Mm-hmm. So I picked up my loose change and made it whole. And that's fucking crazy. And so that's the answer to your long ass, my long ass story. <laughs> I like that answer, but I, wanted to, I need to ask you a question. Like, whenever you moved to Florida, yeah, why why did you feel like you wouldn't need to move to Florida? Why Florida? And I got asked. Kevin, what does it talk? It's you funny you ask that because like, that's the most popular. Every one that down there, you know, when they asked me who I was, I would tell them, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, what brought you down here?" And so, I, you know, I had to formulate a really good recipe to answer that. And right. so, I would just say, you know, because a lot of people, in, like, I don't, it was weird. A lot of people imaginary that I was running from something or, you know, I just, you know, I was like, no, I mean, like, I'm just an adventurer. I'm just trying to do it. I learned that the price of living down here is the same as where I was from. And so, and I knew that serving people are hungry. They want fucking beef. So I went and worked at Longhorn. So at what age did you move down there? Uh, what age did you want to move down there at? Oh, bro. 20. Really? It took me a while to manifest my destiny because hmm. I was fucking lost my conscience. Like I said, for drinking, partying, thinking, so, thinking I could do it, but yet not giving it any purpose. Right. right. Not actually like trying. Yeah. After that, that took you seven years to do down there, like to move down there. So what, what, like, is there anything that recently happened right before you moved down there that we kind of just like put it over the top? It was like, Oh fuck! Like I'm not happy here. Like I I need to do what I've been wanting to Dude, do. This the day you learn the tank is too small for this fucking truck. Like you start learning that 
you know, these four walls are a little too small. It's like raising the roof. It's raising the bar. Like you don't, you realize that, um, that what you're doing now is just not sufficient. Like if you basically gain a microscope or a macroscope or a telescope in your body, like you just start like, well, I could be more. I've only made, you know, more. <laughs> I could be more as just like, I could be living what I'm doing just in an expanded way. Like I'm making 30. Let's just go make 60. You know, and then we'll make 90. So is it a money thing? No, no, no. Okay, so let me expand on that. I'm making 30. So, oh, okay. Well, I have, you know, I'm living in a one-bedroom apartment. Well, okay, let's try to get a house next time. Like, just expand my life. You know what I'm saying? Just grow up. So you, just, you want to and, and evolve so, constantly if there's anything else. Well, I just, no, I, the day I just realized I could. Mm-hmm. No one had ever gave me permission because we're right. going to check down society, bro. It's conditioned. But you can do anything. Exactly. Like, you see on TV, you see people being movie stars. Like, that could be you. You see people being doctors. You know it's possible. Exactly. Like, well, no, bro. This Okay, so the day I picked up a book was the day I realized. Because I realized I, I never read before except the bullshit books that were in fucking college. Bro, so... Yes, which is made when me I think of book. Not what I'm reading. Let me tell you what book I read. First book I ever read was uh, like the Nine Steps to Manifesting Your Destiny by uh, Brendan Burchard. Hmm. It's basic as fuck. I walked into Books a Million and just bought a book. I didn't know what it was, who he was. I just bought it. But the thing is, I read the book. I proved something to myself. I could do it. <laughs> I did this little thing. Well, let's make it this fucking thing. So I picked up another book, and this book was what set the fire. Is uh, Alan Watts Become What You Are. That book, will, that book will build your mirror in a fucking heartbeat. Damn, yeah, I need to read that. that sounds good. Let me let me uh, bring that over next time. And you just, <laughs> yeah, let me get that next. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll tell you fucking what. Bro. Who who's Alan Watts? I know the name, but I can't really. Dude, he. It's really funny. He did a lot of podcasting back in the day. Is he involved with bow hunting? No. Okay. Well, not that I know. Of. Okay. He was a real nature guy, though. He was he a lot of magic mushrooms and. Uh, 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 the spiritual adventures. He also wrote a book. Um, it's about, it's, it's purely based on his psilocybin and LSD trips. It's pretty interesting, bro. He, there's pictures in it and stuff that, uh, that show like describe what he saw during the whole time. And it's like, I'm sitting there like, I've seen the same shit. Like I, I know where he was at when he was seeing it. Yeah. And so, uh, so he's, you know, I've read, I've wrote, uh, he's, I've read the most books. That's, uh, the author I've read the most. Eckhart Tolle is really fucking badass. He explains it in a spiritual sense rather than uh, giving a name to much of it. He he'll, he compares a lot more. Like he, he he sends a lot more messages. He's a lot more like widely known. Alan Watts started, it was like in L.A. or, or California at the time, and uh, so uh, that's what set me off is reading a book. And you know, so books expand to like writing, uh, and writing expands to writing your own, and and then enjoying. Your own. And uh, I think that, yeah, dude, I think reading books is one of the best things I can recommend to anybody. It doesn't matter if you're reading Maxim Magazine, just read. <laughs> well, because someone wrote it, so it'll at least get you in the mind of a perv or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, quid pro, hey, I- I'm just like you. Dude, I do, I do agree with that 100%. I like reading and I encourage reading, but for me, dude, I need to be like, Listening to music, reading. I need to be doing like five things at once. It's so weird. It's like I get I get too bored with the reading. It's like I can read a whole paragraph and be thinking about some other shit that I didn't even notice what I said. I'm like, oh fuck, okay. Can, can I? Uh, okay. Let me tell you the only book I ever read though, and I give this guy hella props because the only book I ever read, the only book I've been interested in, the only book I've sat down and picked back up. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
<laughs> I'm sure y'all heard of it. A lot of people heard of it. Um, it. It's the only book I've ever read, really, since since high school, like since junior high. When I was like, I'm gonna bring a lot of books next time that I imagine might be good for me too. Yeah, because I have a lot of books. Hell yeah, dude! I have a lot of these like books. However, I had a whole bookcase back in Pensacola. Everyone asked me about it. I was like, well, fucking pick one up and read it. Just of self improvement books. Uh, it's our. It's another. Like I have everything from Einstein to Is it maximizing? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have fiction books too? Yeah. And oh, nice. I, oh, I love fairy tale. Fairy really? tale and folklore, old stuff. Mm. I love it. I think because bro, I wish I could get into it. Dude. Well, hey, let me ask you this. Let me project just a little bit. It to me, everything's all or nothing. Pure consciousness. If you want to be the best you can be, you have to be. You can. So, it, so challenge yourself just to give it another percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not interested, well, <laughs> you know there's a vast amount of books. Find the one that works for you, right? Like, give that energy because you know it'll feed you. And so let it feed you. Um, I mean, if you don't want to read a book, then just don't read a book. Dude, writing is the best fucking pressure you can ever get. In, um, in Eastern or Chinese medicine, like around your wrist, is where all your brain will draw from to create chemical reactions in your body that make you feel good. And so like, that's why whenever they, you know, the, the drips that you get come from your wrist, it's in the hands, it's craftsmanship, it's masonry. And so, um, whenever you learn how to like, just do that correctly, I learned it through writing. So check this out. So this is a, this is a crystal. This is organized. Put it on my left. Okay. I put pressure points right here and you do this right here. Perfect pressure. And there's a purposely way you do this, okay? So the blood from this brain will start dripping to this eye. This is your feminine eye. Creative. That's all it is, okay? The other one's just pure fucking strength, man. So use the strength to correct it and stay even, even though you're tilted. That's being on Earth, bro. Saturn is your hand because everything is written. I promise you, you want to be in rare air? Tilt your head at 23 degrees. Put your pressure point on your bees and your pins, your temples. Your body's like one, correct? And so I think that, um, so imagine this, like when you write like this, like just when you write like this is a certain level. Okay, so imagine the earth. So your level on earth, earth itself is actually tilting, right? And so think about this. Watch this, Dave. So if at eight in the morning, I'm tilted on 23 degrees and I'm even. And I start writing like this. I'm pretty much writing like you see at the, the angle. As the If I allow my body to take its natural course, basically with the earth tilt, my writing goes with it. I start realizing that it feels more comfortable to start writing sideways. Or I feel, it more, I feel more upwards energy. Or sometimes I'll be like, do you see what I'm saying? I feel when I write naturally, I realize that it's earth writing. It's not me. Okay? It's just my energy and my eyes. In my ears. <laughs> and so I think that when I write, I have to decide what time it is and where I'm at in the earth. Because if I have the power of the sun in me and it's at nighttime, then the sun's powering the Middle East upwards and I'm seeing it right. Dude, there's a lot of like chemistry to like the way you use the chemicals in your body. If you have pure consciousness, you can find it out. Yeah. And so it's like, and it's free, but everyone is scared of it because everyone's scared of themselves. And that's fucking true, because I was. 
bro, I promise you, the way to like find finding out who Elon Musk is is finding out who Tesla was. You find out bloodlines. You find out descendants. Because because Elon Musk spelled backwards is just like no suck. Like it's like so the North Pole suck it up. It's transmutation of your sexual energy. It's called the Kundalini. It's a snake in your body, but not really, dude. Sexual transmutation will give you everything you need. You'll realize that food's a condition too. And then once you learn food's a condition, you'll start learning that your body's a goddamn computer too. And you'll start realizing Steve Jobs had it fucking made. Because he learned it before we had computers. <laughs> so what did he have to go through to fucking learn that yeah, shit? Oh, bro. Th- that's exactly why I write. Because I know... The blueprint of life. Exactly. He has the fucking metallic blueprint of life. He has the life print. Like, I think that... Okay, so I like carving in wood, like we talked about earlier. I think once they start learning how to steam, streamline that to this thin-ass white piece of paper in black and white, the finest thing on oil is what? Paper and oil. Because we always pay for it to gas us up, and we always need paper, as in money. But this is another depiction of the exact same thing, right? The finest thing on earth is oil, and it's not this one. It's my blood. We all fucking have the same blood. Dude, we're all fucking royal if we stay loyal our family and friends that's the four that's the four agreements that you need to make with your heart and it will cross you and it will stay parallel it'll keep you running speaking of oil dude um i don't know if uh if love is a word now it's almost just like loyalty takes over for love you know what i'm saying like you can you can love someone but stab them in the back but if you're loyal to someone you're always loyal to someone I couldn't. That's why it, it's 2019, dude. Like everyone cheats well, on everyone. Loyalty to me, though. It's how you. It's how you. just don't work. It's, it's just a thing. It's just nowadays. Because people have the wrong. Because society programmed the wrong idea in their head. That's why people are getting married for all the wrong reasons. Right. Like, oh, 23 gotta get married, have kids. Bam! Let me find the first thing <laughs> dick that comes around the corner. The best thing you can give is a piece of yourself to somebody. Because if I tell someone to read and they find a little bit of themselves in reading, then I can have mine back. Because you replaced it with your own. Okay? And so that's the great thing. I remember, like, just tell somebody they have, just lie to them because they'll just start believing it. Sometimes. What do you mean, lie to them? Like, if someone's just losing their mind and you don't know why, just say, like, hey, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You have it in you. And you're just going to sit there and, and they're going to be like, basically, what you're doing is saying, hey, I have no words for what the heart feels. So I'm just going to beat this fucking heart and give them all my energy and hopefully they can fucking receive it. But what you just said though, when you give someone energy that's down low on energy like that, you never know when someone's breaking point is like, oh. you should always do that. Like recently I've been, I've been complimenting people every day. I say something to someone, whether it's like, Hey dude, nice fucking pants. Those are dope shoes. Or where'd you get that fucking tank top? This from? is why I, um, at Chick-fil-A they say my pleasure. Cause it is. Right, but it's all of ours. <laughs> Chick Fil A is the fucking future, dude. Well, I don't know. They're closed on Sundays, so if they believe in God, they'll stop selling meat. <laughs> See, watch, watch the quid pro quo, because watch the duality of Christians that eat chick fil a and back them for not liking homos and, and things like that right no you're right no you see how they they get they draw power from chick fil a not from the food from their the way they treat their business right so do you see what i'm saying richard branson treat your employees right my pleasure it's my pleasure to give you this chicken to kill yourself so i can live longer mm. the strongest will survive david in both. oh yeah certainly if dude that's why i think that being a prisoner of war is whenever you go Natural through selection. is whenever you go through um, enlightenment is because you learn that your 
you start learning that you have to learn live without food, live without water. And you start realizing, well, what do I got left in the tank? And that's when I started learning how to do it. You start learning that like when you clench, like when you're tripping mushrooms. But if you just do it, dude, just go home, do it in front of your mirror so you don't look weird in front of me. But like, dude, like that, bro, I swear your body, like, like just start, dude, bro, just like you're in an injection, like you're in an ejection seat. Bro, your body will start. You'll feel it start like like season. You just yeah. like flex up your whole. So body. you want to know the se- you want to know the secret of life is your body secretes things that want it to feel good. Like so, whenever you clinch, there's nowhere for it to go. Right? That's why energy is never created nor destroyed because there's nowhere to fucking go. Where are we gonna go? That's not here. <laughs> because when I get there, I'm gonna say, where am I gonna go other than here? In a different world, different language, different time, same thing. So it's like so it's like a video game, if you can learn how to play it. It's crazy. So fly your jet plane, F eighteen. Woo, woo. It's crazy you say that because speaking of like video games and stuff, um, <laughs> we could be a video game today. <laughs> well, well, imagine like we're imagine so we're in a fucking a flesh vehicle walking around like. What what are what happens when we die? Like, what do you really think we are? Do you believe in hell? I don't know. I do. Do you, you want to know what I believe in you hell? You can't if you don't believe in hell, you don't believe in heaven. You can't have one without right, the other. Right, there's right, good, there's right. bad, there's negative, there's positive. Either I have to believe yeah. in both or not at all. A lot of Christians are saying, allowed to just anybody. Uh-huh. It's like I don't think there's a better option for what's out there. So it's like, yeah, I believe it, but it's like then again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something else. You know what I'm saying? Like if something happens, like, what die. could it possibly be though? You know, the, is that just is heaven and hell? Are you just saying what happens to your soul? Right, after because you your die? soul is different from your body. Your soul is completely dis- disconnected. Like what were you doing before you were born? Right. You're walking the trail of tears. Try to think Chicken about think about how you were thinking as a sperm. Think about how you were thinking before you were born. Well, that's where you learned all your cellular and mitochondria ATP energy to live in this life of matter and facts. Do you see what I'm saying? There's this movie <laughs> that everyone knows. It's called Jumanji. Of course, uh, the the little girl, he's she's like, I wish you were never born. And I remember the dude just like disappearing. And I remember just thinking like, Don't put that on me. What is that? <laughs> what is that dude thinking right now? Like, what what's processing? Like, is he anything? What like? You know what that is, David? That's the color white. Because white is the light that brightens your fucking face, not your fucking thoughts. Because you, you, you don't have to worry about the anxiety and the things that come exactly. with the world. The color, you see with your eyes, you create anxiety mm-hmm. and emotions, anything but complete zen and happiness. When you see with, you know, through your eyes. That's the deal. Speaking of that, where's the incense at, man? Ah, need a little. I already burnt them. Yeah. Surprise, mine's still going, kind of. And we live. We back. <laughs> halftime was good. Halftime show was legit. Got a drink. Got a snack. Got a little uh-uh break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got my second <laughs> Feeling good. Feeling nice. Got a little yoga on in the break. Actually, I wasn't going to tell y'all, but I'm mm, feeling too good right now. <laughs> so, uh, so what has came upon our mind for halftime adjustments? What's on your mind, Bo? Mm, what was it we were going to talk about? Bo, check it out. So 
Um, do you think there's any age in your life where it's like, that's the fucking age I want to be forever? Like, you you could be one age forever. What age would it be and why? Well, I don't really know what it would be like past 23 yet. But between 23 and zero, I'd go back to being like 18, 17. Because you have the most freedom and the least amount of responsibility. is like the perfect happy medium. I tried going to school every day to not have to work. Mm-hmm. It's so worth it. But we didn't go to school every day. <laughs> Five days a week. That's a full-time job. What you mean? Yeah, you went every day? Five days a week? Skip, Fuck no. My mom really? Wow. Fucking <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I gave it school, but no, I didn't want to skip school. Like, I showed up and did my shit. Big old cherry phone. <laughs> oh, man. I see that shit, too. Put it back in. <laughs> Where's the <it> real good? <laughs> we lit. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm good at that. Damn. Hanging with Snoop Dogg himself. About to be a radio <laughs> a rapper. And I don't know if that's going to last. They might not. Fuck it. Huh. What was that topic you talked about? You, just showed up you were saying 17, 18 years old. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You have the least amount of responsibility and the most freedom. You can lie to your parents and go do whatever the fuck you want on the weekend. You just gotta show up to school. You ain't got work. You ain't got no bills, really. I didn't have none, so that's why I would choose that age. Hmm. I think mine would probably be 16 years old. As when I was, I was like, once I got to 18, I cared too much. You know what I'm saying? So when I was 16, I didn't care. I didn't care at all. I was like, let's have fun. Let's do everything it takes to have fun. Let's have fun every day, no matter what it takes. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to fucking walk to a girl's house that was four miles away in the middle of the night at one in the morning. We did that. We literally did that. Right. Like we did crazy <laughs> shit. Did all that like shit. Your, your brain was way more open to just doing like paranormal shit, basically. <laughs> See, I did that all at 18 still. 18, 19 still. Whatever. Right. I think just like, like I feel good like about my life like right now. Like if I could just pause it, I'd be good. You think? That's yeah, I mean like, well, I feel pretty healthy. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I know the hey, formula of change, then I can stop time. Think about it. You're only as good as your last at bat. And it only takes one to hit a home run, though. So sure. Mm. So that so just step That's up. What I'm saying, what if you end a home run? You and that. Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. You Babe Ruth, you called your shot because you <laughs> only get one anyway, so you better hit it. Hold the bat. Right. Out. Exactly. That's why you hold your bat out. It's gonna be babe. That's exactly why you hold your bat out. There's Sandlot's the best movie ever out there. Teach you how to fly. Yeah. You know, hey, we watched three the other day. There's a lot of good lessons in there. He really? found the he found the city of lights in Notre Dame because they're golden. And the only one that doesn't have a TV deal, or it does have one. They're not in a conference, rather. Yeah. So what age would you be? Like I said, now like I'm 29. I'm gonna be 30. I'm I'm closer to 30, so I'll just be 30. You think? Like I feel I feel. I feel if you feel young at Because 30 is pretty even and threes repeat. That's the golden rule, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. 3.3 3. 3. 3. with a bar over it just knows that you can never end it. Right. But That's why I spit right, bars right. because I got a golden record in me, brother. Right. You have to know how to change. It's evolution. Humans are hunters and gatherers of information, even the skies. It's happening. 
<laughs> I'm not sure it's a rock. It's a stone. Feel it smooth. How'd you get it? Corey brought it. Where do you think this came from, David? Pine country. <laughs> what? Maybe the ocean? I don't know. Energy. Energy works. Dude, it is from the ocean. There you go. It, man. It carries real energy, man. If you when you hold it in the sun, bro, it will open and close. You would think that it wouldn't, but it does. You know what the answer is? The ocean that's working. Yeah. So I got it right. Though I don't know if I would have known that if I haven't been in the ocean, I haven't seen these at the ocean though. I just were in my life but experience. Well, like, so I trees in the ocean, that's it. I'm sure I'm sure they're moving. I know, watch it. I know that wasn't that good. Uh, so it makes you wonder like, where, weed, man. where, where did this come from? <laughs> what? Where did the ocean come well, it probably came from, I mean, obviously, some tree underwater. underwater. Well, think about it. It came off the tip of Florida, floated all the Gulf. Yeah. <laughs> Key West, bro. That's probably, that's probably Key West. That's probably Key West. Probably cut right there, guaranteed. Okay. <laughs> 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 Message in the bottle where it come from. <laughs> you know, uh, fucking trees can hear, plants can hear. That's Dude, why they're they in I don't know. I think they pick up on frequencies and harmony. Right, the one song, right? Yes. The green energy knows how to escape, um, like methane, right? And so when we green energy, we we like expel gases, like we burp and things. Like I think that's what you guys are talking about. Like the trees are rooted in the ground as above, so below, and the grass is the same in a small scale. So they're definitely talking. I think mushrooms, mycelium, is the interconnector of it all, because helium is a version of mycelium. It's just not above and not below. Something Paul Stamets taught. <laughs> yeah, Paul Stamets is the mushroom man. He's smart as hell. Bro, do you look up to anyone? Any role models? Um, yeah, of course, my dad. Um, I got some guys that I like, like their beliefs. And I follow them as to like keep up on what they're doing because they're productive people to do. Who's that? Like... Dude, Joe Rogan's like he's done some cool shit, but uh, I can't even think of this guy's name. But he runs a marathon a day. Mm, yeah, I know uh, about. And he's big into bow hunting. Mm-hmm. Look him up, but dude, he's the man. He's a huge runner. So why do you like him so much? Just because, dude, he has good beliefs and like he's just like stands for like what I think good Americans should stand for. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's a patriot. Uh. Haynes. Cameron Haynes. Cameron Haynes, yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Dude, Cameron Haynes is the main, I'm telling you right now. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude, he's, he's a really, he, he always, um, it's not, dude, he believes in God, he works out hard, like, he believes in hard work. This man's the definition yeah, of a He's friends with Joe Rogan. Yep, exactly. So let's say he's your hero. So, like, you should strive to be more like him, you know what I'm saying? Not like, not like him and I like. I think the only person you should like, ever you know try to be like or look up to. Seriously, it would be Jesus. That's the only perfect person. That's the only person from law that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. There's literally every single person that's going to lead you, any of one's actions is going to lead you down a rabbit hole. Because from their past experiences in their life, there's only one that can lead you to the right path. So do you try to be like Jesus? You should always, that's the perfect, of course. Why would you never strive to be more like Jesus? But right? do you well, actually well, strive hey, to be well, like Jesus? Or do you think you do? Like, do you not cuss? Do you not have sex till marriage? 
Well, let me ask you this. Do you think all of our now common day cuss words were used back then? Of course not. Okay, throw out So, so the word shit, S-H-I-T, do you know where that originated? I was told this by a geography teacher in those classes. <laughs> it originated as in an middle school. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy was fucking super intelligent, and he made it to the news. There were thousands of people at his funeral where he died. He died at, like, 48. He was a teacher in Pierce City. Thousands of people came to his funeral. This dude is fucking smart, I'm telling you. But it was the acronym on something on the side of a shipping container. It stood for something. He said that's where the word originated. That's like, it's roots of shipping, shipping container. Yeah, because they got stolen from Africa. It was for an acronym, dude. So think about the is that is that a curse though? word? I Can think the, I think that? the only true curse word. I mean, you could, that's just yeah. The only true curse word is using God's name in vain. Curse word. I think every other single word is man-made. Like, we're using it to curse someone. Or some bitch or something. Like, it is a curse. So if you look at it that way, then those are a curse. Do you understand, like, like duality, everything that hits, it comes, it's a a reflection. It's a a rebound. So when you say something evil, it it only comes back the same way. Because they have to live it, the people you say it to, you just get to feel it twice, and it's not fun. So you have to... You have to just not curse people. It's consciousness, bro. Let me hit you guys with this. Is be super open-minded and think that this could be real. <laughs> Let's say the government made up the Ten Commandments to follow as a person to stay... I don't know if it's a better word than woke. not woke. Like, just not, <laughs> not in the know, like... Honor your mother and father. Like, don't ever kill. Don't ever steal. Like, be the, the perfect, right? be the perfect robot citizen that we want you like to be. Basic and controllable. And then, and then make up a whole story of why it could be true and fake pictures and stupid shit like that. And I'm, and I'm oh, not yeah. saying that I even oh, yeah. believe this. I'm just getting it out there. It's just something to think about. Like, I think it's a good picture. It could be possible. Like, you can't say it's not possible. Yeah, because it could be. That's possible. why everything's a theory. You can't prove it. Right. There's just, you can walk it around and you'll never find it. Right. Because the theory is inside of the people, bro. We are the conspiracy. That's why we can't find it. That's duality blinding each other. Right. Mirrors. Woo. It's like, like what is <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The. I think I, I, I like what you're saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that oh, yeah, it's free energy, man. It's government's a program, too. It's a ghost entity. Hmm. Everything like, else is monuments. I don't know what about the government. I just have a bunch oh, of theories yeah. and shit. But I know there's some sketchy shit going on. That's all I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> as long as there's inequality, there's probably going on. Right. I mean, once you get into that level with that much power, it's like, what isn't possible? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where everyone wants to be around you. Like, there's no way people believe stuff until they see it. You right. Know, it's not real until it's real. Right. Like, you ever met someone who's trying to be, like, eating a celebrity or, like, a fucking music star or something? But, like, if you've ever met someone that made it, it's, it's really different. It's, like, you can do that. And you start, like, feeling different because you look up. Once you realize you know someone that can made it and they had a background like you, like, they didn't just fucking get gifted with this ability, this God-given perfect ability to play fucking tennis, like... They played tennis for years and years and years, and they became they this fucking the craft, superstar. Bro, yeah. Right. Right. Caroline was in that case. I'd like to meet her. 
Yeah, I'd like to boat her, I think. I think that, like, okay, so if you look at the map of the United States, DC is one where we all fucking came from. The program. Like, you, like, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. It's all Mirage. The Midwest is the two where the crazy people live, the polar people. Another step up is the mountain, the elevation, the dry, the LA, the fake people, the actors, the people displaying what the mm. one wants the two to see, the people that are golden to Damn. the earth, the miners of the earth. Dude, we are on, like I'm telling you, we're on, top, we're on top of chat mines built by man-made bridges and roads. It's going to fall, bro, at some point. I don't know when, honestly. I'm just saying, you know, folk folklore, you can see it coming 100 years 200 i really like so, you said what you said about dc because if you think about it if you have a, a picture of the usa map and you look where dc's at and you just think about like a bomb going off and spreading out slowly like that that's how so, uh, controlled the area is it just like portions of the area is more controlled more controlled the farther you get away fucking weed becomes legal like people do what they fuck they so want to do you know think what I'm about the america it's like they're, they're brushing us right they're treating us better now but it's usually it's just always a step down even there's more to the government there's a middle east where it all started bro the middle east is in our fucking heads it's me and you what's well, the 13 just, colonies was exactly it's bro you have to travel around the world twice to see it all if you just do it once you'll never really know if there's more and so that's why everyone turns over a piece of the page to help the next person step up I think that New York City, Dallas, San Diego, and Chicago, and a bunch of cities in the north are all fucking, it's like, that's the dome, okay, of frequency towers that you see out there, bro, that everyone sees, because why? Our brains are narrowly attracted to them, because we are frequencies, that's it, we are vibrating, our pigmentation is linear time, we see in a curved scale, that's why we can't see the linear form of us, that's why it's dark inside of us. Whenever you can work your way to the middle, you basically have the white light and the ring around your head. And so, yeah, draw the United States, bro, numbers, one through nine. Find the nine star. The star of David is you, because you already are, bro. (laughs) Think of the stars. Think, Think about it. The stars are the same stars over the sky. It's just over time. Okay, a lot of people have died, but we've all evolved, and now we're here. Okay. The stars are the same ones. So the stars carve our brains, the limestone calcite in our body, the, the bones. The blood's the only thing that keeps us vibrating at a certain solid rate. And so the stars over time have evolved us. But once, eventually you get to the point where you have to return. But you return at a higher rate because you fucking did it harder. Because you hard, you land, the harder you fall, the more you'll bounce back. Where, where are you returning to? Home. The heart, bro. So Matt, so it's a... It's a, it's a the core of the earth is the epicenter, if you understand. You have to honestly give merit to the fact that we are closer to home than everyone thinks. DC sends us on a longer walk for the one drink of water that we all want, the t- everlasting cup. Okay, if you follow the story, the story hold on, hold on. is the let, stars. Me, let me hit you with some shit I just thought about. Yeah. What if the earth was um, a fucking an animal itself? And um, think about this. Everything on the Earth isn't going to be on Mars. Like, you won't find anything on Mars that's on Earth. So if the Earth is its own, um, I don't want to say person, let's, let's say 
let's say planet for just a lack of a better understanding, a better word for it. Um, the, the earth has little things growing out of the planet. Like, like, you know how people have hairs on their skin. The earth has trees. You know how people have, or right. how um, people have moles. Like the earth has people. And they, it grows because of the earth. And that stuff doesn't happen anywhere else because there's not another earth. And so, yes, there won't be fucking aliens out there that look like us because they'll come from a whole different place with different lighting, different uh, heat, different um, yeah, the, the, different elements, the, the fucking periodic tables, different things. It's our, our eyes control the sight, right? So, like, whatever light we're living in, we're just living in the opposite of another one that's in, it's like this. Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Go diamond, Amway. Um, if you're in for, from Orlando, you're magic. Maybe you have a magic job. <laughs> You'd be in LA and Florida at the same time. Maybe you have a, you're tall as New York. Okay, maybe you play like the Bulls, 96, 97, back to back. That's what being a mirror is. Is like cracking the cracking the the code of like the Declaration of Independence, basically. Like that's real life stuff. People are like, oh, that's in movies. I'm like, well, no, the Declaration of Independence is a real thing. That in America, people are starting to forget. Dude, amnesia is the only thing humans can't fight naturally. You have to nurture yourself. So there's the answer to that cosmic egg. Nature versus nurture. We need them both, assholes. <laughs> so fucking eat your french fries. Fuck. Dude. Our body. Bro, everything from the center is a woman. Because from woman, birth happens. So we're, she's the creation, but we have the seed. So the only way I'm going to marry a girl is if she, see, if she knows what she sees. If she sees the, a fucking huge lion that needs a fucking huge uh, lioness, you know, it'll be quid pro quo. I don't know when I see it. But, like, whenever some girl is just, like, gold digging, basically, well, gold, if you're looking at gold, gold knows what it sees because it's malleable. That's why copper is the best thing on Earth. And Abe Lincoln said it. He was worth, <laughs> he was worth five bucks, but he was on one penny. That's Area 51. Do you want to walk around it some more? <laughs> Do you see how numbers work? Right. You use it's ABCs, one, two, threes, and you have to integrate. Stephen Hawking said it the best. He said, whenever you learn how to see it differently, um, you'll gain more intelligence. But it was with letters and numbers. Bro, and it's like says it all right there. Boom, melt. Everybody melts. Yeah, that makes really good. Do you melt? Do you know that feeling when uh, you get on your face when you're standing in front of a fire? That melting feeling. You need to do that more often because your spine's got a lot of wax on it. That's why bees never fucking die because people keep killing themselves. Bro, the queen bee is motherfucking earth, bro. The core. She's got a big stinger in it. Her, it's, it's our spine, bro. And it's floating in us because in reality, it's not connected to our pelvis. Look it up. Dude, I, the, the fucking core energy of the earth is within the human body because we're just a small version. So, so the core of earth is mother earth, right? Big bad bitch. Well, that big bad bitch has a part of us in here. Right? She would never let kill us if we figured it out. You see what I'm saying? That's the recipe to success. If you know who's at the epicenter and you know that there's a small person in that thing, treat your employees like you treat yourself and everything will run smooth. Dude, it's perfect. I think the Branson Landing Strip is the one of the real Las Vegas Vegases. The Midwest Vegas. You see what I'm saying? You see evolution, how it's the same thing, just bigger. Mm-hmm. Expansion. The Louisiana purchase is in your body. You can purchase metaphysically different bones and things for your body. Magic is fucking real. And I think I'm like one of the only people in the world has never 
thought differently. Houdini, I read a book this fucking big about him and I've never forgotten it. I'm, I'm, dude, imagine that you have a stunt double. I can be over here while I'm over here. <laughs> so everyone wants to find the third eye. Well, what happens when you find the third eye? There's more, right? There's got to be more because we got more in our body. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just on it. See, that's the I power of the earth. Well, that's why mine is. Well, you see the duality. About... It doesn't. It's it's inescapable. Houdini magic, like magic, like going to a magic show. Like I would always try to find somehow of a reason why that happened or why that worked. And that means there's that's, always you know, like, you know, there's still tricks that haven't ever been solved. Yeah, I don't know. Like literally, there's there's this one I was looking up this other day on YouTube about this guy that was in in a fucking jail cell and like with his handcuffs and somehow got out of it and like, like literally nobody knows well, they've been documented never tells on a it. secret, right? Right. Oh, you think it's even but with all the cameras on someone and you can't figure out how someone did something like that's that's crazy cool. Like that's fucking awesome. You think it's just a lot of it? It's just. The, the trick is just like the, that they got you to like enjoy it, you know, like they got you to think about it for longer than like. Well, it's, it's a lot of sleight of hand. Sure. And uh, just tricking the eye, you know what I'm saying? Like if someone hugs you, you're not going to feel them reaching in your pocket because they're hugging you. Like, you know what I'm saying? They pressure points to take their mind off a different. Yeah. Take their minds off things, take their ears like the sound of thing of making sound over here and do something over here. Yes. And so yeah, your body, your body, your body has like what two hundred seventy at birth, and then it whittles down like two hundred six or two hundred seven. It just really depends. And then, or maybe two hundred six. Um, but you would think that they can, unless you're like a like a whole entity that's connected, you know, like you would imagine that you can move some bones, like it, you could uh. You could, if your bones could talk just like planets can align, then your bones can say, hey, hey, rib, hey, I want to come over to this side and you can try it over here. You want to see if the grass is greener. You play the story within your body and your body will start twisting to it. And then you realize if you're the controller, be the director. Start correcting your body and you start feeling aligned with the planets. And you start realizing what the whole story is and you get out of fucking jail. <laughs> the jail is your mind. <laughs> It's it's like what we saw with Mac Miller. He was inside that wooden box. That's I'm just I'm just really in story about it. So he he's a fucking interesting dude, man. Right. Still, what he thinks and like what he finds like his happiness and stuff. And it's just like I think it's awesome. I really uh, am saddened by his death. Honestly, I almost have my daily Mac Miller. Intake, you know what I'm saying? I gotta have a few songs a day. I, I yeah, like that. Dude, don't ever listen to him as much until he died. He's got more views dead than he did alive. Duh. So is XXX Temptation or Temptation? I never listened to that day once. <laughs> right, right. I don't I listen to that shit. That's just back to me. What about your soul? Think about it. It's down there. I think your soul knows that none of that shit's good. But your worldly mind and body like i'll eat it up do you think Lust. you're just you think you're just uh having the wrong opinion of it because if you realize music is just an art it's a type to it's a type of way to express your feelings and your opinions and your well, emotions in any estimation i have of art like mumble rapping to beats that you didn't make is no artist in my opinion like oh well he's not a sex money rapper. drugs he, oh, Mac, I thought you were talking about Triple X or all the other dudes. Like, oh, Triple X doesn't number He definitely has some that he does. There's he has a lot of sad songs. He's a very depressing artist. Hmm. 
Yeah, I get. I don't know. I don't think that that's as much of an art as lyrics that are meaningful. I do. I think a lot of people, if your voice sounds good, you can just. I think people just their voice sounds good. If you listen to a lot of rap lyrics, they're fucking trash. There's no benefit to that song. You're reading it's a lot, a lot of the same things. There's no benefit. Their voices sounds good, and they just fucking come up with some bum ass lyrics. Even if they don't mumble rap. Well, a lot of rap music about the vibes. Like, Russ is an artist, like, bro. I Russ is an Russ artist. Is he cool. makes maxers and produces every single thing. Like, he did for the first longest forever. He may have a team now, but he did everything himself, start to finish. Made the beats, did the, everything, bro. He's his whole team in one person. That's a true artist. Writing all the lyrics. But really, everybody songs. did that at first. No way. Promise. Oh, maybe in, like, the 19... Like early 19th century. I mean, you don't have a crew when you start rapping as the 15th. Bro, 16th, even when they're setting out records out there, bro, people have managers, labels. Because they moved up. That's how you know about them. Right. Have you, you ever never known a person trying to be a rapper or something or try to be an artist? Oh, right sure. Here? There's guys from my, my friend, school. My friend David Devon, he's awesome. Oh, yeah. He raps Japan hard. I like it. <laughs> oh, Devon, yeah. Yeah, Devo Fresh. Yeah, dude. He does. <laughs> and there's like, uh, I got this dude, uh, shout out Honest Abe, <laughs> in Springfield, <laughs> from Pure City, dude, and yeah, he's out there at uh, that bar downtown right next to P-Bar in Springfield. Um, anyways, he's out there hosting shows, this man's out there, he's getting paid to rap, oh, yeah. he has people show up, like, shit, he made I think, it. I think the advantage of going to LA from Joplin is... Dude, we can go out there, and the fact that we can just re- like we don't know anybody really, so our to make our first impression, we have to just go fucking hard. And I think that's like the LA dive, man. Think about LA. If you if you moved out there, you have no expectations, so you're truly yourself all the time. Everybody out there is trying to make it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, but the vibes out there are different. Like, people don't want to be your friend. They they don't want to talk to you. You walk by the streets, like. Don't fucking in LA. Yeah. No way. You, you know you can funny. tell. You know, so I watched a podcast today with Joe Rogan, obviously, and then I, I fuck forgot. with LA. I'm not oh, against LA. I forgot all. who the guy was. Uh, he lives there. Oh, it's another He was over the word retard. The R word. He got hugely screenized for it. One of his bits on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they literally had like a ten minute conversation about how LA is one of the most friendly places they've ever been in their whole life. They're like, it's just harmony. Everyone treats everyone well. It's just they're well, nice because it other. was like no one. And I got to think to myself, I was like, dude, no way. I don't believe that shit for a second. And they was like, oh no, they ain't friendly there. Like it definitely depends. No, it's like people are cool there and everyone's cool, but like. Friendliness, yes, but no one's gonna be like your really good friend if that if that if that kind of makes sense. Like, if someone wants to like, it's like, like it's hard to make friends. There. Everyone's in their own circle and they're doing their own thing. And if you're like, if someone's not trying to get you in a pyramid scheme or a fucking <laughs> connect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're the fucking forum guy. Everyone has like an agenda, and it's just more like fast forward to that You know, like times is like fancy. Right, I would move out there though. I like LA, and I think I think it'd be a good, a good thing to do. There's there's cool people out there. It's not like it's impossible, but those vibes are nice. What those people, some other people stand for. Oh, speaking of that, I want to go back to. Do you know those wildfires that happened? Do you know those three positive? What do you mean, like there's? Did you know that? From, no. like, what do you did you know that? Okay, the state of California did this thing. <laughs> Donald Trump took away all their money. Okay, the state of California did this thing trying to save a frog, where they like changed the ecosystem and changed like things about 
the environment and like the landscape and shit and like drain certain lakes and this and that in California. And Huge. then it causes like dry Dude, that's why dryness. these are these, that's why these are the, the biggest fires in history. So it's because these thermal. natural things that Damn. prevented wildfires or, or could have stopped them were changed and altered and the ecosystems there to save a frog. That's how fucking liberal the state is. So they took the lives of people and all these other things to save a frog. Well obviously they didn't do it on purpose. No, but like it caused the effect of that. Like, right. <clears throat> so you think like they're not, just not portraying? Well, it? sure, they were like, "Oh, hey, this is gonna you know make the most deadly wildfire yeah. in history." Let's secretly kill half a cow. Yeah, but uh, you know, I just don't know how you could ever think that like messing with mother mother nature and trying to alter the environment could ever be a good idea. They indirectly caused that one hundred percent. Back to the yeah. The music thing. I was talking about the uh, future, and he's like, uh, "I sell vibes." He's like, <laughs> it, "It's the vibes that sell." Whenever his hit song, uh, it's Bugatti, it's like, no one is gonna wake up in a Bugatti, but it's the feeling. It's like, I woke up in a Bugatti, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's like the whole the whole crowd's like, hey, I wish I could wake up. It's like the, that feeling of waking up in a Bugatti sells that whole song. Sells the party. Well, it just lets your mind think, you lets your, your imagination run. Man, I wonder what it'd be like. What I'd have to do to just wake up in the Bugatti, and everyone's gonna have a different fantasy. Let your imagination run for a second. Wake up in the moment, right? Right. Speaking of Cali, though, I seen the uh, the school teachers are about to go on strike for there not getting paid enough. There you did. How'd that go? They're out there striking. <laughs> <laughs> over yeah. 2,000. Yeah, they marching, boy. Over 2,000 positions had to be transferred to emergency. Like, they come in and substitute and everything. And go up to like 402,000 positions. Yeah. Damn. That's just crazy. They can only fill 400 of 2,000. And they're out there. Yeah, nobody wants teachers to get paid. Like, oh, was it forty four grand or something the out teacher, there? The teachers say, "Oh, this is the hardest thing ever being time away from our students." Yeah, right. Yeah, right, dude. They're out there saying, "Get pay us more money." That's public service. That's just the shit you signed up for. What you thought you were going to get rich being a teacher? Do, do, you think, <laughs> do you think the parents of the kids are the most mad in the sense of like they have to take care of the kids now? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'd hate for a parent have to teach their kids some lessons. Oh no, shit! Seven more. Hours I wonder if a there's day. a. If there's something that helps teachers in Cali get like a house, like a first teacher's thing, or something that really benefits teachers that makes up the pay, I wonder, I wonder if that's a thing. I, have to I really don't summer. know. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get a secondary income? Why don't you go get Especially a, in Cali, bro. Go get another job. Boy. You can't live on 40000 Why are you doing that? Right. I don't know if they got to have that. Some time out there in these like just local residence houses. It was like a oh, vacation hotel on the beach front. It was right. like, no, I was out there in people's homes and apartments and shit. That's why all the Cali girls sure. wiped up. Dude, right. Because <laughs> they all bad and they all got to figure it out. Well, them guys like to take care of the girls out there. Yeah. It's <laughs> fast lifestyle, I think. Right. Certainly. It's way more about uh, looks out there. Than, like, oh, she's hot. You know I what I'm saying? I think I'd be more successful doing podcasting in I had like a, a hotel, but you know, it's just like a, a stay there, and like I see the strip and everything, you know, like Sin City, be good luck. I like Vegas, and I was there at this dude that uh, <laughs> at the bar. He was just telling me, uh, talking about stuff, just random stuff with the dude, and uh, he was like, "You know what I think is cool?" I was like, "What?" He's like, 
look out there. And we, there was like a bar with a view of the mountains. He's like, he pointed to the mountains. He was like, that shit's cool. He's like, this town, it's all man-made. This shit isn't cool. And it, it was like being in Vegas and having that attitude. It's like, like he for sure lives there, but that's an awesome attitude to have. Like true happiness is like, it's something about just being in nature that uplift the body, uplift the spirit. It's like, it it's resetting. Matrix, right, bro. you're resetting I'm yourself. Definitely. 100%. I'm telling you, it's natural instinct. Natural instinct. Spend I'm more you. time. Your body craves the vitamin D. I enjoy, like, the uh, Rocky Mountains, Golden, Colorado. Uh, uh, the brewing companies out there. Uh, the elevation. It's different. And I, I agree with you guys. Being outdoors in nature, like you can, like I, I believe it's like recharging out there. Like you get s twice as high when you're smoking weed, <laughs> fourteen thousand feet on the hmm. pike. I think feet. so. Oh yeah, just the elevation. Imagine like your brain is like a parachute; it has to expand to inhale the the you air. You think you get twice as high? I mean, I hope I do. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, I remember climbing mountains and yeah, smoking to, at the top of the mountain, different. and then. Yeah. It's like how the fuck do we pressure and shit? Barometric pressure, everything's different, different elevations. Yeah, it definitely affects you. I believe it. But you think it's just yeah. the lack of oxygen that may make you dizzy, or which the, makes you think you're high? Or the extra amount of gravity, like force and pressure on your brain, or like the you know, our body's a the astronaut suit in human form, essentially. So just right. so like you breathe and expand because you know your lungs can do so. And you know you you have other things that like regenerate and process food. Like you like you start twirling it, and bro, just imagine it like that. That's right. <laughs> Damn, we're almost at two hours. Quick, boy. Yeah, we did two hours quick. So that's how Joe Rogan feels when he does two hours with someone. It's just yeah. Yeah. I could do, I could do this every day if I got paid for it. I think we'd like for it more if we did it like once or twice a week, maybe more. I enjoy it, especially digging people's minds like deep, deeper than they've probably ever talked. You know, I love that. I, don't I love going. I love getting. Honestly. I love getting shit out of people that they would never tell anyone, just because they like don't have the conversation abilities. Well, like you like bridge a lot of gaps for people that <clears throat> just don't want to ask themselves. Maybe not physically or conversing, but I'm like certain I've pretty much crossed every bridge, every deep dark place, and every crevice. I've explored it all. I feel like I've really covered all the bases. So at this point, now I'm just like, woo! Here I am, floating around the fucking galaxy on this big old fucking circle ball out with the other <laughs> galaxy. Here I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here, this little ant, <laughs> ant, bro. Just a little pebble. Right. If you think it does, if your brain has, if your brain's like a clock, it has twelve rotations, but there's night and day, so there's twenty four hours, right? So there's a book or a place to hang out twice a day, twelve times, right? So uh, like when you build inside of those, like you said, it's just climbing ladders within the energy of the earth that's given to you. Once you once you clean them all out, all that darkness, you climb all them ladders. You're just like, woo, this is fun as fuck. I'm in here just fucking swinging dick, looking for something to eat. That's how I feel. Like, that's like if you tell it in story, like when you figure it all out in your brain, those temples of dooms and those things that turn naturally with like one drop of water, you know, Aquaman shit. You just, you do the whole thing in your your body. And that's how you like, like you said, like 
you start seeing like the aurora borealis essentially you start realizing that that up there is in here somewhere just gotta turn the inner microscope on uh yeah the waking people's mind up and planting seeds the best thing i'm be a farmer you know what's weird when you talk to someone that farmer you know like has never had a good intellectual conversation like when you try to talk to them they literally can't like perceive the stuff you're saying and like try to go back to uh stupid shit like people who talk about people will never be happy like it's just a weird thing like if you talk about ideas like like that's where happiness comes from because people is like either you talk about i guess drama or good things but usually people who talk about people talk about people in a negative way or unless it's like a celebrity or something i don't know past experiences like projecting yeah on those other people for whatever reason dude it's it's like the it's like if i think i root it down to the problem it's just diet what do people eat every day like consumption of mind matter and then just what you do (laughs) there's like a formula it's just a recipe when you look at it like man that girl's just fucked up hey i'm gonna let her go because it's like being a deer hunter in the woods you just wait for the right one you just let all the other ones go it's just the it's just the movie until they the climax my climax is just making it to hollywood and finding my 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 babe and buying a <laughs> and buying a land rover that's your goals i mean that's like my dreams that's your dreams right my goals are to make it where i'm at right now which is just hmm. this i'm doing podcasts so your dreams are things well dreams have an opposite right Dude, is that not weird though like we both know that we don't want to have things as dreams like we both know that but whenever someone says like what do you dream it's always got things in it you know what i'm saying so so let your dreams that's why carry. you can see yourself rich already there's nothing oh, else right. you can right. want you will never be happy until you love yours right whenever Jake Cole said it best dude you can't help others the rappers wrap it up for santa claus you see that santa's little elves are all the musical people and that's where it goes back to music how like there is positives in music like there's good things about it for sure. There's not every song isn't good, but it's art. Jay it's Cole expressing themselves. Jay Cole just, guys does all that shit himself. He right. didn't have a feature for the first like three or four albums. Think about it. It's it's when you make it to Hollywood, you get to climb the ladder with a, a sharpie and put your signature at the top of the stars, and they'll light another one up for you. Imagine that that's real when you make it, make it. You know what I'm saying? You might still be in Missouri and make it, make it. You just climb a taller ladder. So if they're net, the triangle, okay, as above, so below, we're the deepest because we're in Missouri, bro. We're in the farthest pit of the, the bubble. So we have a tallest ladder to climb, but that means we have the highest success rate. Okay, that's why Missouri Southern is a pride of international people because we've sport four seasons here. Oh man, <laughs> we lit, <laughs> dude. I'm That's a, probably the best thing you could have done ever at this moment. I swear. I did not see that coming. That was so dangerous. Do you think that? Do you think that there really is like a so? Okay, so God is like an energy or frequency, something out there. But like, do you think that living, walking in the United States, just like yeah, 